On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith asked the question, did the 76ers get better? Well, I'll answer my side and tell you why they got better. That's next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5, the Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host, partner, Keith Pompey, live from Salt Lake City, Sixers beat writer for TheEnquirer.com. Keith, what's happening in Salt Lake? A lot going on there? Well, you know, it was a ghost town here yesterday, bro. It, it really was No fireworks? I mean, they had some at the park, but me, I mean, I, went to, I fell asleep around like 6 o'clock. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. But, like, yeah, it's not a lot of people here. Like, they were saying people left out. You know, some stores were closed, whatnot. So, yeah, it's been a a quiet weekend. And it's not bad for me because sometimes I want that quiet weekend, but it's been extremely quiet out here. Well, I'm sure they made your 4th of July uh, memorable as you slept through everything. Slept well through everything. Well, Well, we got to thank before we get started. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here, Locked On 76ers. We'll also get into the uh, situation with Summer League where Keith is and speaking about the players. Let him He'll let us know what he has seen out there from some of the new players, some of the returning players, see what they've got uh, going on, and also just going around a little bit, the NBA of some things that have taken place so far as the calendar things really get real too tomorrow the 6th as official signings can happen official trades can happen as well with certain players but keith uh we got to start off with the question of what they've already done and why in my opinion the 76ers have in fact gotten better so far through the off season coming in depth was number one for me as far as the bench goes adding some depth with that depth, I wanted toughness, and I wanted some experience there, and I wanted some athletic ability. And right now, with Melton, DeAnthony Melton, and both uh, uh, Daniel House, they've gotten better as far as their athleticism and, and their depth right there at the point guard position and also at the wing position with Daniel House. And that's not excluding P.J. Tucker, because if he starts, Matisse Thibault coming off the bench, who is still currently on the Sixers roster, that's another wing coming off the bench. And while he's not a scorer, as we may want him to be right now, defensively, he certainly brings something at the wing position and very intriguing. And you wrote a nice story on Trevlin Queen. that He signed a contract with the 76ers over the weekend and is with them in, in Salt Lake City at the Utah Summer League. They have some stuff there. And you bring back the other pieces. I think they've gotten better because they've addressed the things that we wanted from the toughness, the athleticism, some depth now where you are at least three deep coming off the bench with George Niang and some of the others. I think they have gotten better and remain in the top three in the Eastern conference with Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, I'm me personally, I think they need to make a couple more moves. You know, I understand. I like it. Like my biggest thing is they got tougher. 
they need to get more people to get better. Now, if Trevlin Queen can do what he can, what he's done in the G League, which is tough to ask of someone, then maybe. You know what I mean? Because when I look at this team, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about the regular season. I mean, I'm thinking about the postseason. And we have a team that has not gotten out of the second round in a long time. I mean, way before Brett Brown, Doc Rivers, the whole nine, right? So when I look at these two guys, these pickups that they have, yes, you got P.J. Tucker who won the championship. I get that. But when you look at these wing players, you know, um, they both struggled in the postseason last year. And in the playoffs, yes, you I mean, the regular season, you can get off, you can do this, whatever. But when teams start focusing in on you, I'm talking about Daniel House shot 20% from three and 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 uh and and De- um D'Angelo, DeAnthony Melton, rather, you know, he was a guy who was basically benched in the playoffs. He shot 17% from three in one series. And the reason why he played in the second one was because of injuries and stuff like that. So again. I love the toughness. I know, love everything else. But, you know, I, I still think that when you have guys like Furkan and, and all these other guys, they need to be more consistent in what they do. And I think that the 76ers need to make more moves for them to be able to compete with those teams. Because when you look at those teams you just talked about, and I'm sorry for being long-winded, right? But Milwaukee and Boston. Man. Keep talking. M- Milwaukee and Boston both made upgrades to their rosters. You know, they got like Boston needed a point guard. They have a point guard. They're going to get Gallinari, Gallinari to come off the bench and shoot threes and stuff like that. You know, um, Joe Ingles is is going to the Milwaukee Bucks, a guy who would come off the bench and get shots and get buckets for him. So while the Sixers got tougher, both of these teams were both tough. Nobody questioned the Celtics' toughness. No one questioned the Milwaukee Bucks' toughness. But now they also got shooters and they got position players and point, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, to me, it's one of those things where I think the Sixers got to make a couple more moves. I don't disagree with that. I'm just simply talking about on this face of what they've done already as is. They have gotten better because of the depth of wing position Melton as somebody you feel like you can trust at the at the point guard spot and obviously PJ Tucker I don't think they should be done and quite pers- quite quite honestly I don't think that Daryl Morey is done in in what he may want to do so I don't know if that's some sort of blockbuster some big deal involving Tobias Harris something smaller with Thibel Corkmaz Milton somewhere along those lines I, I don't think they're done either and they should because they are still in need of a shooter they are still in need of a veteran backup big man, even if you feel like Paul Reed and Charles Bassey are going to be able to give you some minutes next season, I don't know that they feel that way. So they 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 are still uh, left with those two spots that I think need to be addressed in the offseason. And who knows in what form they'll come, whether it's free agency or via trade, as we just talked about with some of the potential candidates there. I agree with you. But on its face of what is already done, I think they are better than what they've what they were when the season ended in game six against the Miami heat. That's why. Yeah, that's why I am. So hope I explained that a little bit more for the folks out there. We appreciate you checking in when we come back, as we mentioned, Keith is in Salt Lake city. So some of these names, traveling queen, Michael Foster name that a lot of people don't know about from the team uh, G league ignite team. We'll 
get a little peek of what's going on in Salt Lake ahead of their first game of the summer uh, later on this evening. We'll talk to Keith about that. That's next right here on Locked On 76ers. And we got to tell you, as we talk about basketball, got to tell you about some of these video games, basketball in general. And if I said boom shakalaka, what game would you think I'm talking about? Well, I think you know what it is. And we have big news involving that one. The only NBA Jam is back. RK One Up, the leader at Home Retro Arcade Games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they made it bigger than ever with a wait for it Shaq edition. There's not many bigger than that, man. And listen, I didn't play with Shaq in NBA Jam, but I played the NBA Jam game as a kid with my dad, my brothers, my friends, my brother and my friends. Uh, we had a ball. My cousins, we had a ball. And it was great to be able to pick the team I wanted with the two best players that I felt like I could go to work with. Think the basketball catching on fire, the 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 dunks where you do all these types of tricks in the air. It, it was just a fantastic two-man game that you're playing. Fun game. People are obsessed. People were obsessed, and they are obsessed with NBA Jam. And I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire, as I mentioned, in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA-licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, something that wasn't available when I was younger, making you more connected than ever. I would have loved this, talking to my cousins over the phone while playing the game. That's how we had to do it. Pre-order now, though, for you from ArcadeOneUp.com. That's Arcade, the number one up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others. Starting at just $399. Check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam, as mentioned earlier, Shaq Edition to a locked on listener. It could be you in a four chance to win the game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's Arcade, the number one up. Dot com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? Do it today, people. Do it today. I question Did your dad used to smash you? He did. He did. But I would get right back at him. And that was how it goes. Don't let me win. And I'm certainly not going to let him win. So that, that was always fun. Always look forward to us. I hope people take advantage of that. And uh, reason why, only reason why I said that because when that came out, you know, we were kids back then. You know what I mean? It's one of those where you think you could get your pop, but you're still a kid. You know hey, but I, mean? I played I played on that system more than he did, so I okay. did. I okay. did take advantage. I had more more hours in than he did. <laughs> the ten thousand hour rule, uh, ten thousand hour rule on video games. Not so much. That's bad, but yeah. You know what I mean. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game, starting with the summer leagues here, with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, we got to talk about summer league right now, where you are in Salt Lake with the Utah Summer League getting underway. And a lot of interesting names from Trevlin Queen, as you mentioned, uh, Michael Foster, a player that a lot of people don't know about from the G League Ignite team. They picked him up as a, an undrafted free agent. And then, of course, Isaiah Joe, Paul Reed, Charles Bassey, Jaden Springer, also there. What can you tell us? Charlie Brown, Miles Powell. What can you tell us about what you have been seeing thus far 
with the summer sixes? You know, it's, it's, it's uh, well, one thing I will say, and I hope they, 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 for their sake, they can show it in, um, in the games, but this has been the best three point shooting summer league team that I've seen. I mean, they do drills at the end of practice competitions, foul shooting as well, where these guys are just getting buckets, man. It, 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 it's, it's fun. It's sight to see. They drive the lane, kick it out, and so they look good. Now, here's the thing. Trevlin Queen looks great. I mean, so far, you know, again, it, it's, it's the it's the summer league team. We're talking about a guy, you know, who, who was on the two-way contract with the Rockets. He was a G League MVP. So you expect him to look good, right? Um, but the thing is, he, he has a quick release. The, the thing that I noticed with him, and the same with Isaiah Joe, on their catch and shoot, they're like fire. But it just seems like when they got to put it on the ground, or like dribble a little bit, and then fire it up, the shot was off a little bit. But in regards to like being catch and shooting, it just seems like everything looked good. Now, the surprise, I'm not going to say surprise, but yeah, the surprise of the nine guys who you expect, like nine, like uh, Bassey and, and, and B-Ball Paul, you know, all that, um, is Michael Foster Jr. I mean, here's a guy that's 6'9", 250 pounds, like a big, solid dude, and he has a perimeter game. Mm-hmm. So much so that it was one point where they had him doing drills with the guards. Not with the not with the bigs. They had him with the guards. And um, they're really intrigued and impressed by him. And, and like you said, here's a guy from G, G League Ignite. Um, a lot he did. He went undrafted. You know, Daryl Morey was smart to like initially, you know, lock him up as soon as the draft was over. But, um, you know, he you got to say he's a third center because of B-Ball Paul and, and Charles Bassey. But at the same time, they're very impressed by this young man. Extremely impressed. I saw him a little bit with the G League Ignite team. I didn't know much about him coming out of high school, but I saw him with the G League Ignite team. And he has good. He has he has light feet. Uh, just yeah. watching him. So seems like he moves well and, and is able to get up and down the floor. I saw him pick up a defensive rebound and push the break and get out and transition comfortably. As you just said, guard drills. And we've seen him be do it a lot. So I wonder how much they'll allow him to do that and then uh, how to have that transition to if he's part of the, the, the Delaware Blue Coats or whatever he is, wherever he is. But right now for summer league, will they allow him to do that? in this setting to see what he can do. He's one I'm intrigued by. Trevlin Queen, again, a lot of people don't know about him. Saw him with the Vipers in in the G League, and he was the MVP, G League MVP. Also defensively, I think he was fifth in steal. No, he led the league in steals uh, as a 6'6 guy out there. So first things first, in this setting, maybe the scoring will get you on the floor there. But also we know, as Isaiah Joe has talked about quite a bit, defense first will get you your minutes on the floor and then the offense will follow so let's see what he does scoring wise but also not letting up defensively where that may be his mark to actually get on the floor and then show while on the floor with the big club that he can also score at this level Jaden Springer uh, I want to see him see what he does for year number two how much he brings from last season summer league but most importantly what he did with the G League team and have that then translate to this summer league experience in year number two. Utah now, Las Vegas later. 
I want to see what this basketball team has. We know a lot of their names outside of Queen and Foster Jr. So there's a lot for these Sixer fans to pay attention to beginning tonight, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, when they play the uh, Memphis Grizzlies Summer League team as well. Yeah, so it's going to be exciting, bro. It's going to be exciting. Should be a fun one. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about more fun, potential moves that could go on around the NBA, what it might mean for the 76ers as the July 6th date rolls around on Wednesday. And that's where a lot of things in the league becomes official. James Harden still hasn't signed his contract. What does that mean? Kevin Durant still no trade as of yet. The same thing with Kyrie Irving. And we'll update you on a few of signing the signings around the NBA that the Sixers may Sixer fans may have wanted those players to be involved with the big club. We'll do that next right here on Locked On 76ers. But while Keith is out there, I'm back here on the East Coast. Gotta tell you about the uh built bar and some, you know, make you give you some little more energy. It's hot now. You're doing your workouts, you're getting them in early in the morning. And instead of going for that donut after you have worked hard to do your job of getting to where you want to be with your workout or getting that candy bar because it's so accessible. The other accessible thing is Built Bar, coconut brownie chunk puff. They keep coming up with all these flavors. I can't keep up. But what I do know is keeping up is that they're good and they're good for you. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. But guess what? Friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. Yes, that's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love is deliciously chewy, marshmallowy, covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. I like that word, goodness. But stop drooling. Listen, they're good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all deliciousness. All Built Bar are made with collagen protein with your body absorbs, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, that they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. They're the perfect treat, perfect for when you are when you got that craving thing going on, whether it's after the workout, midday, later in the evening, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or you quickly need a healthy snack. They're an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow, Stop fantasizing. Get to built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now. Simply go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for your new coconut brownie chunk puff. That's at builtbar.com. All right. Do that today, people. <laughs> Do that today. Once you're making sure you follow up on your routine, make sure your body is right when you're on the beach. Eat your built bar. All right. There's a lot of stuff going on, Keith, around the league. First, an update early morning. TJ Warren, a big fan, six of favorites, trying to get him on the cheap. Signs a one-year deal with the Brooklyn Nets. I haven't seen any money yet as how much money he was getting from this deal. But a one-year deal for the Brooklyn Nets. What does he know, number one, that we don't know, that he decides to go to Brooklyn when we don't have any idea what's going on there? As far as playing time for anyone, what does he know there? And then secondly, I, I, I just wish the Sixers were able to be in on that. Yeah, it's one of those things. TJ is a, a different type of dude. I mean, I like him, but I think that a lot of the injuries he had, and then there were certain people who was concerned. When, was it, you know how like 
are you hurt or are you injured? You can that play hurt, right? You can't play injured. And so there were some questions at previous spots that he was at with that. You know, I, I think he's a great addition. He can he can fire it up, like you said. But to me, it looks like there was a lot of places where the money just was tied up. And he looked, then you look around and you say, Well, where can I fit in that? And where can I get a lot of playing time on a team that you think is going to be competitive, right? So, but yeah, you're right. The crazy part is with all this, what's going to happen with KD and, and Kyrie. And it's like, you know, normally this could be the team that you want to stay away from, but it probably went down to where they were saying, Hey, look, you come here, get you right for a year. And then we're going to probably, you know, not, it's not, it's not about the money, but it's more so about the opportunities that we're going to give you, you know, kind yeah. of, yeah. And that's what I think it is. Okay. But yeah, the reason why I think there are some teams like, again, a great player, um, but are you hurt or are you injured? And I think that was the thing that scared some teams away. Fair enough. And another uh, Eastern Conference uh, playoff team, the Chicago Bulls, they picked up Sixer favorite to come back here and be the backup to Joel Embiid. That would be Andre Drummond on a two-year deal last week. Over the weekend, they picked up Goran Dragic. Keith, I didn't expect that spot. I thought Dallas, he was linked to Dallas for so much, so much time last season after he was finally uh, moved on from Miami Heat and eventually landing with the Brooklyn Nets also. But he signs with the Chicago Bulls. Good landing spot for him. I was just a little surprised, a little shocked that he didn't go to Dallas as it has been rumored for so long now. Yeah, because of the relationship that he has with, with Luca, that will be the perfect thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, perfect. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of it has to do with, with what you think is more opportunities. I mean, when we look at, at Chicago, yes, we know who their point guard is, um, uh, the ball. But but at the same time, he's been injured a lot too. Lonzo. So yep. yeah, Lonzo Ball. So you can come in here and you think that you know L- L- Lonzo, even if he plays, is going to be one of those things where they're not going to want to play him X amount of minutes because of um, you know injury. They want to keep him fresh, minutes restrictions, things like that. So whereas if you go to Dallas, <laughs> and I know Luke is your guy, but you know, it, it could be one of those things where you're, you know, it's, it's not, you're not going to play as much. Now, don't get me wrong. Jalen Brunson made it work well for him. And you think uh, Drogic would too, because he could play both positions. But I think that a lot of times you look at a team and you say, well, this team might be better positioned if the money is around the same or a little bit more. Let me go here and be more of an impactful player than just going there and being Luca's big brother, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got it. It makes a lot of sense, man. And can you help with some Sixer fans? I understand it, uh, but just for you, being the uh, insider that you are, James Harden contract still not done. Uh, partying with Embiid, his new teammate, back with his old teammate, new teammate here in Philadelphia for the first time. P.J. Tucker, Tyrese Maxey was in the house. I saw many NBAers from Jason Tatum, Mo Bamba, Garrett Temple uh, at this party with Michael Rubin. Looks like he's doing some, uh, you know, he's partying in the Hamptons as he's talking to the Sixers in the Hamptons about his contract. Uh, what does this contract status mean right now that he hasn't signed? I'm not worried. I think I understand it. He's just 
They're just going through what they're going through, seeing if they can make other things happen before they officially sign it. But uh, he, he knows partying with his teammates in, in, in New York, which can be a bad thing. Yeah, I think people getting a little caught up a little bit too much in this because, you know, you officially can't sign a contract until tomorrow. Right. Yep. And then it's typically a lot of times an agreement is made and the team can't announce it. But typically the person who announced it is the agent and stuff like that. Or people will announce it to you off the record. You know, just give it to you that way. Um, say sources or what have you. Right. So so I think what's going on is, I mean, look, when he opted out, he opted out. Everybody, he opted out just enough just so his buddy could get paid. Right. His buddy was in the Hamptons partying with him, had a huge box. <laughs> I mean, it was like. Yeah, you know, that was like, my man, you got me, you got me 30, 33 million. 33 that's a million. good friend. Yeah, that's a good friend. So, like, believe me, they got a money total that they have. It's just a matter of, you know, when they come out with it and, and this and that. Like, believe me, if he was there, he's a part of the team. He always was going to be a part of the team. But what he did was he made a way for his best, not best friend, but one of his better friends to, to be a member of this team. That's yeah. all it is. And I think that when they say negotiating, I mean, you kind of figure out when a guy opts out of a deal, he knows what he's going to get. Like I'm opting out of this deal and I'm going to resign with you. So basically there has to be some type of figure out there for him to do it. And he had to agree to it because if not, why would he opt out and just give up money? Right. So I think that, you know, in the next couple of days or, or whenever you even, even could be as early as tomorrow, he'll sign a contract. Now, maybe he could wait a little bit because they could have some more wiggle room and things like that. But I don't think this is anything that Sixers fans should be concerned with at all. At I agree all. with you. I agree with you. It will get done. He's not going anywhere. They're just doing their due diligence around leaks and what's, what might be available and uh, work around the, the cap restrictions that they can uh, for the time being while he is, in fact, uh, unsigned at this time. Well, Keith, you're in Salt Lake, man. I want to let you get uh, get your day going and do what you need to do before the game tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time in Philadelphia. Uh, so we got to thank you, man, and we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers. Your first listen every day on our next episode tomorrow we will talk a little bit about the result from game number one, what we saw, what we saw from the summer Sixers in Utah against Memphis. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, where Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, uh, where can they find us? Just like my man D said, wherever you get your podcast, right, you can go – and you can subscribe on the Locked On 76ers podcast. But if you want this YouTube channel, just go to YouTube, go to Locked On 76ers, and when you see the Liberty Bell, click on that, and you will become a subscriber. But this week or whenever, you can listen to my man D on uh, on 97.5. Back, back on the evenings. Back on the evenings. Now, you did the morning show today, though. I did, but, yeah. But he's back on the evening, so – from 6 to 10, starting tomorrow, make sure you listen to my man, right? He'll keep you up to date with everything you need to know. And make and sure you read all of Keith's pieces. He's out there in Salt Lake. You've already seen one on Isaiah Joe, 
traveling queen uh this team in general follow his videos from practice and certainly at the games as well as you check them out on the inquire.com and at pompey on sixes on twitter yeah. and my man follow d at, at divine g975 on twitter and we'd like to thank y'all for listening and have a great day <laughs> appreciate you all peace